You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have a Swedish Yule Goat Arson update. Oh, shit. We got breaking news? Uh, It's still up, but Twitter user and intrepid reader Ms. Fire Money uh, has an update that she wanted to share with us. Uh, And she says, I can't tell if my favorite part of this... She she cannot determine her favorite part of what is happening here. So... uh, the Yule Goat has a Twitter account. The Yule Goat is, at this point, still alive. Uh, sorry, still unburnt. It was never alive. Uh, the Yule Goat is currently tweeting the lyrics to Survivor. And Ms. Fire Money says to us, I can't tell if my favorite part is how much this big straw goat believes in herself or that the replies are just gifts of people striking matches. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. You are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. I am Spencer Hall. And I am here to say uh, to everyone listening to this, you survived. You made it through Christmas. Congratulations. I hope you got what you wanted. I hope that your heart was if, full of the holiday if, what spirit. What if there are podcasts in the afterlife? If you're pod- Oh, no, then we're in hell. <laughs> what if there are podcasts? Like, what if there are podcasts in hell? Make me one of those Facebook shirts that says, if there are podcasts in heaven, I don't want to go. 
<laughs> why, why wouldn't there be podcasts in hell? Mm. No, there would be. Shout out Michael Barbaro. Welcome to the daily in hell. Maybe in hell, two things that mean the same thing, Mikey. Mm -hmm. Maybe in hell there aren't podcasts, but everyone is a podcaster and talks to you about their podcast. But you can never listen. Oh, that's much worse. Yeah, everyone has a podcast, but it only has three listeners. That's right. That's no. That's just now. Yeah. What if hell is one podcast episode? That. Hell is other podcasts. Hell I believe just... Sartre said. Yes. If I you think are there are podcasts in hell, and and there, I, I say that because like maybe there are people listening to this who didn't survive Christmas, and to you we say, uh, "Welcome to eternity." Well, we say you are not alone. We are here with you. Sure, hell. Mm-hmm. That's right. We're gonna get through this. You sinned right. in a previous life. Well, you, you listen know? to the shutdown full cast, and that's sloth, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. And wrath. Yep. So they say that hell is and the lust. absence of Shit. hell is the absence of God. Therefore, heaven is the absence of pod. Wait. So <laughs> if hell is the absence of God, then it can't be this podcast. Why? We got a lot of God on it. We do. Oh. It's true. We speak of the we speak of the Lord frequently. Yeah, whole last episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's all you need. Just once a year. That's that's I. It's very very Protestant. Just yeah, just check in every mm-hmm. now and then. I am a, very serious. This is a Christmas and Easter podcast. I've learned. It mo- kind of is. I've at least learned more about religion from this podcast than I have in my previous you know decades of living. So which, that's a lot of decades. We got Methuselah right here. That's true. That's a Bible yeah. Well, I is think, it? I mean, it's, it's, Spencer was around for a lot of the stuff, but he's forgotten it over time. <laughs> Mm, fair. I just wipe the hard drive, man. I run like a Nintendo Switch. That memory's light. Things disappear when they get off the RAM. Just boop over. Sorry, sorry that we I witnessed the birth of Christ, but it's time to play Luigi's Mansion Three. They have Vatican <laughs> Vatican Two, and Spencer's like another one already. <laughs> Vatican Three. This time it's personal. I mean, I guess indulgences that were was the kind first... of the. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Indul- no, that was indulgences kind of the were the first in-game purchase, right? Mm. Dang, yeah, that's, a loot, that's a loot box that's right a there. Loot box, yeah. Wait, wasn't that recent? <laughs> that's a couple, that's a loot box in a couple different ways. I mean, really, Christianity and a couple of other religions are predicated on the notion of respawn. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, sure. M- most of them work their way to respawn eventually. It becomes yeah. like, mm. you know, like every video game series eventually ends up kind of the same. Like that's how religions really yeah. work. Every religion eventually comes around to all the same ideas. Unless you're The Sims and you're just trapped in the pool, never getting out. Fall them, fall them. On BannerSociety.com, a a week ago, something like that. Banner Society is a website of some type. Uh, Ryan Nanny wrote last week about whether the ringing Hershey's kisses in the Christmas commercial, that one commercial, you know, the one uh, engage with the Abrahamic faiths on a cognitive level. You should check it out. I argue that they do that not that they do, but that they must. Mm. I would like to know if any of you got anything cool for Christmas. Uh, I got a bomb that knocked out internet in my city for like two days and some places. What'd you you do with it? Was that cool or no? You know, it was, it was not, I would say cool, but I felt, um, I felt 
all my worries leave today when driving along the highway, I saw the surest sign that like things were going to get back to normal here. And that was a man parked on the side of the highway, not particularly hidden behind his car or anything else, just with his dick out and pissing in the middle of the day. And that was when <laughs> Nashville I knew. strong. That Nashville was dong. Nashville dong. Hashtag Nashville dong. That's right. Well, if you saw the man's dick, that means it was not Mike Vrabel, of course, because <laughs> he had his removed a season for ago. Su- for Super Bowl purposes, correct. It was not Wait, Coach Vrabel. Oh, you remember or, yeah, this. Or he promised Mike- to or whatever. Whatever it was. It's oh, gone I now, thought, I'm sure. Never mind. That's not what I thought we were talking about. Okay. So, I yeah, would also. That's what I got. It's All not right. really Nashville until you see a cop shoot a uh, deer on the side of the road. If uh, listen, I don't care if it's Harding Place. If a buck shows up, and I got my license, it's going down. Okay, it ain't a reckless discharge of a firearm because I know where the bullet's going. And so that, soon will the yeah. deer. Yeah. <laughs> that that didn't happen to me today, but. Cool. No, I've heard multiple. I've heard multiple accounts of Metro police officers being summoned to the scene to uh, of a deer who has been hit but isn't quite dead in Nashville. All right. Well, yeah. And and just dispatching it on the side of the road. <laughs> like, I think that's neighborly. <laughs> like not isolated places either, but like the like next to the mall, right? Like somebody at Cool Springs calls a Franklin PD, and they're like, "Well, guess we better take care of this right here, Junior." Gotta it's send a message. Spring. Can't Where have the deer invading they... the Galleria. <laughs> They're surly. They'll think hey, they own the place. Do you know what I found out was headquartered in Cool Springs recently? Service merchandise. Uh, really? Still? Not not still. As of 2002, that shit is dead. But for a while, that's where it called home. Do you think Nashville, an ember still remains? Uh, 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 <laughs> of service merchandise? Yeah. Have we snuffed it out or no? I think, I, I mean, according to Wikipedia, it's, it died like 20 years ago. It's so there's not like a rogue nomad. Like an service underground merchandise. service merchandise? There yeah. Could be. Yeah. I guess so. Spen- Spencer, don't you have a service merchandise story? I don't. Okay, who is it that we. Folks, that's how you. Now that's podcasting. Yeah, that's podcasting. That is my my writing partner, and this is what it's like all the time. Now you know that this podcast is in hell. Nah, nah, that was. I have to play off that. No, no, no. This is purgatory grade content right now. So here's the thing the thing that I'm going to say is probably going to make it worse. Um, I am convinced that I know somebody who bought their wedding ring at service merchandise, and I just assumed that was you. That could be right, because service merchandise, even on its on the way down, was still a major jewelry. Pro- I don't know why I read like a lot about service merchandise yesterday. No, I do know why. It's because we had no internet, and this was the only thing my phone would load with one <laughs> bar, and I read the whole fucking wiki because I wasn't going to load a new page. Are you kidding me? Does this? I wonder if this means you got your phone at service merchandise, and it's it. You know, like it's it, calling if you home. Get, <laughs> well, like if you get online at the airport sometimes yeah. in some shitty cities, it's like here's here's a web page about our city, and that's right. all you get to read. Here's here's airport map. That's all you get. It could be fuck. I did actually. You're right. I did get my wedding ring at service merchandise. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Wow. 
No, I just didn't think it was that interesting a story. I was like, oh, somebody's got some sort of really way more interesting story than I got my wedding ring at service merchandise. I think you're the ranking service merchant here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when Nicol- when Nicolas Cage needs somebody, needs an artifact to revive the soul of service merchandise in National Treasure 7, he's going to find me. <laughs> go, I hear you have a relic. I hear you understand the service it. merchandise catalog. Do you understand how to use the in-store computer? You do. <laughs> it they don't runs on Fortran. No, they, they, they I, listen, man. This is how service merchandise worked because I didn't remember because I was a child. At first, you walked in the store and they handed you like carbon copy paper and they were like, "Go around and write down everything you want." <laughs> And then bring mm-hmm. it to bring it to the cash register. You will get like a slip, and then go wait for your shit at the conveyor belt. That wow. was like the whole best, concept. Best Buy Kia. Yes, it's like walking inside Amazon.com. And then they replace that with, "Hey, we'll put computer stations throughout the service merchandise that you can manually <laughs> input your order, and then go pay for it, and then go wait for it." It's like a buffet. Yeah. It's, it's like a, you know what restaurant this is? This is Piccadilly. Luby. This is Luby's or Piccadilly. Yes, correct. Yeah. And I will tell you, uh, some overlapping demography happening there. Okay. Some overlapping customer bases. Oh, yeah. In the end. I, I guarantee things. my grandpa spent many a Sunday back and forth between Piccadilly and service merchandise. My abiding memory of service merchandise is my little brother charging up to the customer service desk standing in line and waiting in that line to tell them that they had mistakenly used an apostrophe on their sign in a plural. Damn. He was like eight. Fucking get him. Yeah. <laughs> pow, pow, pow. He then went on to play O-line, and, you know, you can some, – some say that's when we knew. Mm-hmm. That's true. Smartest people on the team. Mm-hmm. Smartest people on the team. Um, so Ryan got a bomb. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Holly, did you get anything cool? I got uh, Vivian Howard's new book, which Michael Felder and I are going to be cooking our way through on uh, that other fine IMG podcast, the name of which completely escaped me from Hand in the Dirt. Even though I'm on it all the fucking time. Man. uh, On Hand in the Dirt. How are you doing this in front of like one of the hosts of said show? Well, I'm playing Donkey Kong Country. Okay. Which doesn't help. You get to be me tonight. Uh, Ugh. I like a shower, though. You get to be half me. Okay. Which which half? The clean half. But forgetful. Okay. Clean, but forgetful. But yeah, you got that. Oh, Anything anyway. Else? Uh, I got Vivian Howard's new book. All, all my things are books. Um, I got a book on the history of pockets in women's clothing. Shut up. And I got wow. a book on the history of salad. You know what? I am not making my case any stronger. Brick so Squad! No, the answer is I got nothing cool for Christmas, and it was fantastic. Thank you now, for asking. So these are two history books, Salad and Pockets? Yes. yes. How far back do they go? Uh, I haven't started either of them. Uh, Perfection Salad is the salad book. It is in the 50s, and it's... Uh, okay, the interesting... Anyway, I'm going to start talking about it, and y'all are going to regret this. But the interest, the history of salad has a lot of parallels to like the history of design and architecture in America. Uh, and then the history of pockets in American clothing is basically the history of like uh, class and labor. Right. Huh. Cause 
for a very long time only it's it's like you know now how the president doesn't carry keys in a wallet and whatnot yeah because he has people to do that for them well that's like it was that's how it was for rich people for a really long time right like why would you need to carry shit you have people to carry that for you huh so I always is there is the opening sentence like the pocket was discovered in the year whatever i'm, re- I'm gonna report back at length uh, on this but it used pockets used to be a like it was called a pocket but it looks like a purse it's like a little flap of fabric that you sew into a little bag on a string and you would tie it around your waist with your apron right so like the pocket was portable i fanny packs really predated pockets is what i'm saying i mean i think the last no i got nothing cool for christmas why did you ask what you're describing is like what i picture robin hood like cutting off of the sheriff of nottingham's waist yes yes it kind of looked like that it had really long strings so you could like wind it around your waist a couple times yeah uh but yeah that's so you could literally pick somebody's pocket Mm mm-hmm wow fanny pack yeah. I think I think the last president to carry anything in his pockets was LBJ, and he carried a knife because cigarettes. I, probably, I think LBJ just assumed that as president he was basically like king bouncer for the United States, and like he would one day have to physically fight the leader of another country over an important issue, right? Like, well, you want you want this canal? Sorry, you're going to have to fight. Sorry, okay. I got this roll of quarters that says otherwise. I feel like if you <laughs> yeah. ask L- if you go up to ask LBJ and you say, "Hey, what you got in your pocket?" He's gonna make a joke about his dick. Mm. That is exactly. I, I need extra room in my pants for my knife and also my huge penis. Yeah, which I will also use in combat, like a baton. Was it? Never mind. Yeah. yeah every question. Every possible question from here is disturbing. On a level that we're not really ready for. Um, Jason, what did you get for Christmas? Um, so I'm realizing I might be a monk because I got books about God, candles, and European beer. That's like, I'm a Trappist monk, basically. Pretty good. You got the monk. Oh, wait, I can actually, let's go a little bit north because I also got Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And I spent this, the morning, um, dedicating, uh, fallen, fallen souls to Odin. So that's, that's fantastic. Do you have to do any of the dumb parts where you're actually in modern time? Not yet. There was one part where it was like, it was like, hang on, we're losing control. DNA email. And I'm like, nope, fuck that. Nope, nope. Nope, nope. Skip. 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 (laughs) Skip. The lamest part of every Assassin's Creed game is that you have to go, you're actually in some sort of weird DNA simulate. No, just give me the part where I like, give me the part where I have to spend 10 minutes reading emails over people's shoulders. Yeah, there's Basically? like here comes here comes a damn hologram, and I'm like, no, get that shit out of my sight. I'm trying yeah, to cut no. this dude's head off because he killed my father 13 years ago. So I don't have time for holograms. Sorry, I got the old gods have jobs for me. Okay, hey, I holograms are the reason for the season. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> a holo a hologram. That's like a, oh, that's when you the go. Star carry of on. Bethlehem was the first hologram. <laughs> Holler, uh, the holler ham. Sure. I just want I just want Assassin's Creed Bootleggers Edition, where all I have to do is make liquor and fight with the feds. That's that's really all that's I want. Red for the Dead Two. That's the one. No, I, man. I think that's the one where they spit you out in email land. Your character's just like, get this shit out of my sight. 
Like it infects like, your character, and he's like, "Fuck you! I ain't reading a damn thing. You can't Dwight make Eisenhower me." Eisenhower was Assassin's Creed. Yeah, he was. Cot- Cotton Hill. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I-, I play this game with no knees. You got uh, war. I just want that where I invent, where I invent NASCAR at the end. Oh shit! Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that's really what I want. I want Assassin's. I want Assassin's Creed Thunder Road Edition. I think that's Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's like Grand Theft Auto Appalachia, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. G, G, like Appalachian's GTA. Creed. Appalachian's <laughs> yeah, like, Creed. Hey, folks. How is that there's not a winning idea. Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft. You can yeah. go ahead and hire me. That is that is a that is our IP. <laughs> You'll be hiring all of us if you want it. Get some get some lame part, by the way, like where you do the hologram and like it's like, oh, a slick office building in Montreal. Somebody's like, oh, the DNA's not working. And then all I do is I slap him upside the head with a blackjack and we don't hear from him for the rest of the game. They're like, well, you done knocked him out. Let's go back to Bristol. 1941. The DNA says I'm 100% Hellraiser. <laughs> Dynamite and alcohol. Those, that's my DNA. <laughs> this experiment's called Whiskey Bent. My goal is to get hell bound. <laughs> I call that's it a double I... helix because I lap you twice. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want. I want things where they're like, whoa, you've been taken down by Pelagra. <laughs> you've got hookworm. It's the only thing keeping you from going faster in this hot Packard. Hookworm doesn't make you faster? <laughs> I, you know what? The history of NASCAR says it does. So Gover- the government wants you to think otherwise, but it does. Yeah. Have I ever told y'all about the time I went to a day spa with two women who were both from Tampa who had never spent time with each other before and but they were both friends of mine separately? Like two of two of our traveling group was from sorry, one was from Tampa, one was from St. Pete. They would want me to say. And so it was one of those spas where everybody runs around naked and the whole time when we were running around naked, these two women, who immediately bonded uh, over their shared Floridianness, spent the entire time talking about pinworms. Which, if you do not live in Florida, you won't be real familiar with. Yeah, they sound bad. Maybe you should explain pinworms or Ryan. Uh, they're little worms that, uh, if you play around in dirty water, which everyone in Florida does as a child, um, they'll live in your butt. They'll live in your butt. Anyway, that's a thing to talk about naked in a giant bathing chamber full of strangers. Yeah. Pinworms will not be an important part of GTA Bristol. Shout out to USF. Yeah. GTA Johnson City. That's it. In final stage, by the way, you unlock is Copperhead Road. That's it. Copperhead Road's the final. We'll, we'll pay Steve Earl for the music because, dang, that'd be badass. Anyway. What if it's just called Copperhead Road? It, that's... Again, I'm I'm all for making Steve Earl all the money in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, Spencer, he what did you get it. for Christmas? Uh, besides a fantastic idea for an uh, an Ubisoft game that they won't make, um, I got among other things, I got the Seven Samurai on DVD, like the Criterion Collection. Yeah, Seven Samurai, which is awesome. Because right after I got it, I was like, man, I'm going to watch it. And I saw a tweet that said, Bob Odenkirk needs to appear in every movie and say the <laughs> part where they go, you know what we need? We need Seven Samurai for this job. Like, he's that guy, and I agree. I think Bob Odenkirk should be in every movie. 
And so now I'm just going to be waiting through Akira Kurosawa's cinematic classic, waiting for Bob Odenkirk to show up and go, we're going to need seven samurai. So I got that. Got a couple of, uh, I got some, so I got a lot of really good solid candy as well. And my kids got me a mug that said, I hate mornings. So according to my sons, I'm Garfield. <laughs> <You're> li- <laughs> um, speaking of Garfield, do you want to tell them what I got you? Because I think it's great. It broke, which. Um, no, it's okay. We're getting a new one. I'm very sad about. It's but... okay. We're getting a new one. It broke immediately, which is very funny. Ryan knows about this because Ryan I and I had an extended conversation over whether or not I should get this for Godfrey. I'm terrible at exact wording, so you're going to have to help me with exact wording on the coffee this cup. This is a mug with a photograph of Garfield in a cowboy, a, a photograph, a drawing of Garfield in a cowboy hat. And the mug says underneath it in the Garfield font, I don't know if I'm going to get to heaven because they never let cowboys in. <laughs> Positing the existence of some Desperado Garfield universe. Kinda, so, Ryan, if I recall correctly, Ryan, keep me honest here. We settled on giving this to Spencer because it kind of looks like him. It looked like Spencer, correct. Yeah. Spencer is yeah. Cowboy Garfield, and his sons have now confirmed that. Yeah. yeah. Like, also, Cowboy Garfield is a playable character in Copperhead Road. <laughs> Dude, you know, the, the list of people who are going to be playable in Copperhead Road, right? Frank Beamer's dad. Mm-hmm. Playable character in Copperhead yeah. Road. Young Frank Beamer, playable character in Copperhead Road. Barry Switzer. I'm just going to make Barry Switzer an unkillable playable character in Copperhead Road. Just, that's totally different from real life. Yeah. Flat and Scruggs. Flat and Scruggs are going to be in the game. Minnie Pearl's going to be in the game, and she's going to have uh, the DDT as her power move. And yeah. And she triggers it by pulling down on the tag on her hat. <laughs> Every, but, no, it, but nobody is a better playable character than Cowboy Garfield. No, <laughs> listen, man. Cowboy Garfield killed eight men in Murfreesboro. Cowboy Garfield is the squirrel girl of this universe. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's right. Friends with Galactus, just like Squirrel Girl. Um, there is important football news to get to, and um. But first, we have to talk about ancient fried chicken, because I think that is the most Love important that story. Chicken from Pompeii. Ooh, ooh, ooh. No, so, yeah, really, no. nobody. No, I'm mostly I've been impressed. waiting like no, thirty-six hours I, to say that. I was going to say I'm impressed that you've been. I know you've been sitting on that for the entirety of this recording. Okay, sorry. The other one I was sitting on was Vesuviana Fast. Vesuviana I like I like your first choice better. All right, all right. I do. Right. God, that was disappointing. <laughs> Ancient snack stall uncovered in Pompeii, revealing bright frescoes and traces of 2,000-year-old street food. It's a hell of a headline, CNN. Archaeologist in Pompeii, the city buried in a volcanic eruption in 79 AD, in case you're not down with your Pompeii knowledge, have made the extraordinary find of a frescoed hot food and drink shop that served up the ancient equivalent of street food to Roman passerby. Known as a termopolium, Latin for hot drinks counter, the shop was discovered in the archaeological park's Regio 5 site, which is not yet open to the public. Traces of the 2,000-year-old food uh, in some of the fa- found in some of the deep terracotta jars contained hot food that the shopkeeper lowered into a counter with circular holes. The main fresco 
on the front. This is what we're geeked about. Shows a chicken. It has two ducks hanging upside down, but it's got a chicken right there on the front. Pompeii had a chicken scene, y'all. There's also a dog on a leash, which is sad. I think the leash is what makes it sad. I'm just like, too busy imagining churches chicken spelled with V's. <laughs> what's wrong with what's wrong? I mean, what's wrong with telling people like, "Hey, you can bring your dog, but you got to control it," because like we got good chicken here that dogs love. I don't think that's yeah. what the dog sign suggests. Why would it be on the leash then? Because it's on the it's on the menu board. Next to the chicken and the two ducks. No, it's not. No, no. So you think no. that sign is saying okay, dogs okay. welcome here? I think I think it's saying leash your dog. Yeah. I like church's chicken a lot because this is literally before church. Before church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. One more, one more. Pax yeah. bees. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That I think that's that the they were one. like. Well, the I mean, think about it. This is this is a well-established script. We got it. We learned it from them. You know, they conquered us, but damn, this chicken's good. Sorry, I have thought about nothing else since I saw this story. It's my right as a Roman citizen to get a two-piece with a biscuit and some red beans and rice. It's fantastic. I do not like... I do, by the way, I don't know if that's a dog, but if it isn't, that means that... that it's, means a that the Romans, it's a dog. <laughs> it's a dog. I don't know, man. Oh, thank God. Another episode. No, there's just three. It's on a, a leash. Year of yeah. Spencer doesn't know what a dog is. I mean, this is... If That's that's a terrifying looking dog. It's that's ancient what, Rome. They didn't have time to invent poodles yet. <laughs> Somebody's just walking around with this hell beast. <laughs> what? Yeah. When do, the, what Cerberus do you is real. for? Fla- Flavius, I don't know what kind of demonic dogs were you have for on that their leash, del- but I'm feeling it. Delicious texture. Dog- <laughs> yeah, dogs weren't for. I mean, they probably were sailors at this time, but dogs at this time were not uh, made to put in sailor suits and have their toenails painted. You, I mean, I don't know that. Okay, that's I think fair. the leash is what makes sailors. it sad because this wasn't yeah. some dog they found. Someone, <laughs> this is like <laughs> bring your own BYOD. Hey, listen, you, you get that dog in line, honey, or uh, I'm going to have to take it down to the fry <laughs> shop. Take him down to the, what's it called, the termatorium? Yeah, we're going to have to take yeah. it down to the permatermatolium. The, Jesus Christ. What I, what I like is that it's actually kind of like a hot food bar because it's got all these holes where they were like, they kept jars here with the food in it. So it's sort we're of back just, to Luby's. Yeah, it kind of is a Luby's. It is crazy how. Uh, Luby's I mean, Cafetorium. It, it it's so well preserved it seems fake right like it looks like a yeah. a, a, a uh, reconstruction but this is just they, thanks to the volcano this is what they left for us you could yep. walk yep. in there right now put on an apron and start serving up piles of duck if you wanted yeah like i'm pretty sure i've seen this chicken photo on coasters at williams sonoma oh, i just 100%. like i just like the idea that cuz i i don't know about you but uh, the popeyes around us i have now established which people really are magicians on the fryer like which... no you're talking about the one on monroe yeah like yeah the one on or sorry moreland moreland yeah, yeah the one on moreland uh whoever works that fryer is just a magician just when a the popeyes is open because that is the popeyes that is sometimes just closed yeah like a tuesday on a like yeah. five o'clock they'll just be closed i this used to be my popeyes it used to be the one like directly down the street from my house and it was it was about sixty forty as to whether or not it would be open on a given day. Always worth it when it was. 
It has. So, it, it is. It is the Popeyes that has the single largest concentration of pure Popeyes chaos energy. Yeah. So, Both in the so, positive and the negative. This means there was a day when someone went to the Pompeii chicken stand and they said, "You want mild or spicy?" Right. Yeah. Oh shit. And, right. and he said, uh, "Spicy." And he said, "It's going to be." And God said, 15. "Surprise me." <laughs> yeah. It's going to be about <laughs> twelve be about seconds. 15, it's going to be about fifteen for spicy. And he said, "Okay, I'll wait." And there he waits. <laughs> Damn. It got spicy. It got spicy. That's there's somebody. It's gonna be about 76 AD for spicy. There's just you... some there's some figure sitting in Herculaneums like caves full of like you know people killed by the ash who's just clinging on to like his three piece like I'm going out with it man. Just like, this this is good. Oh woo this good shit right here. God's good. I gotta die. Finally man, let's get let's get this down first. Come on. Finally somebody in this town knows how to season a chicken. <laughs> You know, hurt. These Tertius pictures, Maximus, damn, you're a, these pictures you're, you're a sorcerer. Me, these pictures revealed to me that I could not be an archaeologist because I would have been too tempted, like when they came to take the photos, to hide in the background, like a photo of, I don't know, like Ed Asner or a baseball player. Or something. Like one of those where you're like, oh, he came to this place. Oh, wow, that's so cool. Here, here's, <laughs> here's Ed Asner eating duck. Like, at this like, fucking yeah, Larry like King hanging up a hanging yes. up a framed a framed portrait of him at the restaurant. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you'd be like, damn, yeah. Bourdain got here first too. Wow. God. Fraser Crane himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, Kelsey Grammer. Nothing like Fraser Crane. <laughs> totally different guy. It's wild. He did love his fried Roman dog, though. Mm. <laughs> Larry King is the one to pick because that's also the one old enough that you're like, maybe, who's to say? You could <laughs> probably put a portrait of the Apostle Paul there. He did. Sure. He was in the area at yeah. one point. With Larry yeah. King. With Larry King. That's right. Arm in arm. My good friend. And Larry King tweeted at him. He said, have you ever known anyone who got murdered? <laughs> and Paul says, yes. <laughs> but there's a twist. <laughs> yeah, I didn't meet stick. him. It didn't I stick, didn't, though. I didn't yeah. meet him until he was already <laughs> murdered. And Larry King. Larry yeah. King asked Paul about luxuries. <laughs> yeah. La Larry, I spread the gospel. <laughs> Larry, Actually, I'm these days they say you do need a private plan for that. That's true. Mm. Yeah, Paul is Paul is by the way original poster, like legendary. Oh, poster. oh the very mm -hmm. online. Yeah, Letting them our most fly. Our most online apostle. <laughs> God. God's first um, render. the keyboard. Yeah, that's first entire Reddit. <laughs> Which mods are away. Paul was the mod and the blogger. That's right. Hey, yeah. sorry. First blog got deleted. Had to start a second one over here. Please ignore. And it's yeah, just all out of order, too. His shit's not reverse cron. Nope. Yeah. Paul, Paul's the original guy. He's like, I have no expertise in this area. However, here's a 14-page epistle on this. If you actually read 1 Corinthians, at the bottom, there's a bunch of outbrain links. 18 celebrities. You'd never believe what they look like now. And he's got <laughs> ghostwriters. He didn't want to, but like half that shit wasn't even him. Time has not been kind to Solomon. Um, I wanted to i would actually really love sorry i would actually really love an outbrain link or like an outbrain type company that just said things like you'll never believe what doubting thomas looks like now it's <laughs> <laughs> listening to podcast in hell 15 other shrouds with interesting faces <laughs> it's number 15 will wow you this one wow. has fran drescher it's this very kate maxley olsen on his shroud that's amazing <laughs> 
Can you get your own no, shroud? No, that's the like, shroud of Tulum. Common mistake. <laughs> oh, any, can you buy any, a shroud any, online with your yeah, face? Any washcloth is a shroud. No, I mean, like, can't will someone custom oh, a make custom a shroud, shroud for you? Uh, yes, yeah. but you have to do it like um, airbrush style, like at the New Jersey Shore or something. Nah, uh, I'm gonna go classier than that. You want a class yeah, Myrtle well, Beach? Go to fucking Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, then. All right. Hmm. The no, classiest that's, the, that's the classiest place I can think of off the top. I want to upload head. a photo and have a shroud sent to me. Fine, custom shroud graphics. <laughs> Thanks, customing. Nope, Ron, I'm so glad you're back. Teespring, Teespring sells them. Weird. All, all I am hearing is business opportunity. On Etsy, you can buy a complete burial shroud kit for $120. Okay. Oh, because right. like eco burials are in, right? Yeah. I think so. This is one of those things, yeah. No, I have a, actually I had a friend who did the whole like uh like eco burial thing. Had a friend. That's yeah, fun. Yeah. I did no, it's lovely. It's 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 absolutely lovely. Like But you but it, Jason, you want a living shroud, I assume. Like a ghost? Yeah, do you want like a snuggie? <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. No, wait, no. I want Do you I, want I, do you want a shroud for use at and after your death or do you want like a shroud you can hang up now and be like hey that's me yeah i want a, I want a a a, a, bl- a, a faux blood print uh, that looks like it's been unearthed i see okay yeah okay i mean wearing a shroud that's like i'll get a pillowcase right can i get one that's just a purdue pete's face see, that, yeah oh now he already comes standard he on a number of shrouds <laughs> yeah He is risen, and we wish he was not. <laughs> we wish he would be significantly less risen. Please, please stop, sir. <laughs> please stop praying for Pistol Pete. He's grown too strong, and the tasers don't work on him anymore. Are you suggesting Purdue Pete and Pistol Pete are brothers in the Pete family? Yeah, their last name's Pete. Right. Yeah. Okay. I... They are. One, one, went, one went and got his degree, and the other decided to make wells with dynamite for That's a living. That's a very Simon and Simon kind of backstory. If they're so. not brothers, then it's possible they are husbands. But regardless, they're un- unquestionably family. Their last name is Pete. Pistol and Purdue Pete, both playable characters in Copperhead Red. Yes. Not Purdue. He's, that's like he's absolutely a playable character. He's got a huge hammer and a, and a mean face. Down in Phoenix City. A wild casino burg of the Piedmont. Remember, when you're when you say, "Hey, has any city have ever had to be taken over by the feds because the whole thing was mobbed up?" Yeah, Phoenix City, Alabama, y'all. I used to live directly across the river from Phoenix City. Phoenix City was wild, yeah. Phoenix City sits right on the Georgia-Bama border. For those of you who don't know, it is the Alabamian counterpart to Columbus, Georgia. It's the anti-Columbus. Mm, <laughs> not as anti-Columbus as Columbus would like to think. I have a feeling state lines used to mean way more. Oh, they did, especially back when uh, one side was dry and one side was not. Yeah, like when you could just go over and be like, Oh, man, I can't do anything. He walked over to Alabama. That's like a totally different country over there. Now it's like, no, we'll just follow you. We'll just We'll just go and get you. You can't hide over there. Has anyone, by the way, has anyone actually watched a bowl game? No. Uh, one, yeah, I've part parts of them, but uh, yeah, I watched. Uh, I watched. I our looked in on Ca- our beach Carolina chickens. Yeah, yeah, I, I looked in on the beach chickens, but for the most part, that game depressed me. I did watch the beach chickens versus um, 
you know, liberty. I think and that game was great because Hugh Freeze looked really stupid. So I don't, mm. I'm, I don't need to acknowledge the uh, outcome. Only yeah. need to, you know, Hugh Freeze looked really dumb. Yeah, it was, it was really the outcome on the scoreboard that I was objecting to. Also, Coastal Carolina's wide receivers were held on two straight plays. Yeah. Potential. Yeah. Little handsy yeah. there, Liberty. Yeah, leave room for the Lord, Liberty. That was close. Can't but... believe this is happening on Ian McCaw's watch. Why, has he done something bad before? Oh, uh, that... no, I just meant he's familiar with uh, places that frown on dancing. Ah, that's right. Actually, that is weird because the worst uh, single like red zone finish I've ever seen prior to the game between Coastal Carolina and Liberty. Also, also featured. Also Baptist. <laughs> Baylor. Yeah, also featured uh, an employer of Ian McCaw, featured Baylor University, and uh, head coach Kevin Steele, who I know went on to no major jobs after that because that was when Baylor <laughs> trying to win its first game against – its first game in, like, I can't remember how many games, like – 20 or 30 games like they were on a on a ferocious losing streak um and i believe it was baylor i believe it was 1999 was it it Uh, was and it was against someone bad too rice unlv it was unlv man yeah it was like the worst possible yeah it was it was 1999 and baylor was leading 24 20 and baylor had the ball and this was with six minutes left <laughs> or no, it was, it was, I'm sorry, much less time than that. They were trying to run out the clock with less than 20 seconds left. And rather than take a knee, they handed it off and, uh, he fumbled. And then a UNLV player ran the ball all the way back, all the way back for a game winning touchdown, 27, 24. And then, like I said, Kevin Steele, Never, never got a job again. This is one of those stories where this is not the point, but it is helpful for me to remember how much of conferences are a social construct. Uh, like Baylor playing UNLV, just you know, like they normally did, because this is what we used to think of Baylor as. And then all of a sudden, Anne Rice, uh, etc., decided that they were not. Not Anne Rice. Jesus Christ. Hell <laughs> 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 yes. I love oh this vampire God. backstory. <laughs> the I mean, vampire Lestat went to Baylor? I mean, that's The Baylor vampire blood. bears? <laughs> that's it. We gave him too much Dr. Pepper and turned him into a vampire. They're also playable <laughs> characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, the, the Were Panthers of Tarrant County. Vampire bear versus Cowboy Garfield. Fight. <laughs> Vampires and Baptists, neither of them can show a lot of skin outside. Hey! Uh, that's This quote from Kevin Steele, by the way, after that's incredible, which is, it was just stupid on my part. We were trying to create an attitude of toughness, and we tried to hammer it in. <laughs> How's he doing, by the way? How's he doing? Pension Quest! <laughs> I think so. Pension I think Quest. Someone who has uh, overseen the ending of a game that accumulated that much bullshit, I think I see why Auburn likes this guy. That is a mm. man comfortable with diving into bad ideas and chaos, and that is what you need to succeed at Auburn. Sure. After Sam Neill's character from Event Horizon turned the job down. Yeah. 
<laughs> I've got my eyes on other jobs. <laughs> I'm happy where I am. Yeah, no, we're Space building Hell's something fine. here on the event horizon. <laughs> we're recruiting. It's great. Do you see how pretty this town is? Yeah, it's lovely. Mm. It's beautiful. I do. I do. Really, it is a bummer. I, you know what? It, it is a bummer. But like, I can't. Coastal's so cold this year that, like, I I didn't even realize that their offense was was called the the Teal Team Six offense. Teal Team Six. It's not Just enough players, te- guys. It's not <laughs> enough players. It's all we need. That. That just this is a lesson to every football program. Lean in, lean into it. Whatever it is, what you guys have teal uniforms. Damn right, it's teal. Teal cooks. Teal's awesome. Lean in would also be good advice to Liberty on the goal line. Mm. Yeah, lean. Don't hesitate. <laughs> lean one way or the other. Don't just stand just, there. Don't just stand there. But, and when color. we say that, we are of course making fun of the coaches who oversaw that situation. It's ultimately their fault. Because Hugh Freeze. Had a little bit of a pillar of salt situation. <laughs> Don't look back! Yeah. No, this is on the coaches. Because they couldn't figure out how to uh, take a knee. Right? That that doesn't speak well of them. That's, yeah, exactly. When, when, since when does a Christian school have a problem taking a knee? Ain't y'all been at chapel? Yeah, seems simple enough. Don't be between one thing or another. Do not be lukewarm, for the Lord will spit you out, or more appropriately, the ball, into the hands of Coastal Carolina, who really, really could have won the game. And Did. just Did. You know what? Did. Well, let's give him that. 12-0. Congratulations. We just decided you won. That's We're not right. giving that to Liberty. Wait, it actually is. I've decided it actually is funnier if Coastal has decided... Fuck the bowl game. We're, we're, we're counting the loss and we're calling ourselves national champs. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Yeah. Who says they got to go undefeated? We ascribe, Bama, Bama we ascribe has to lots the of titles with one loss. Mm-hmm. We used to award the national championship before bulls, before the bulls were even played. That's right. right. Yeah. That, so there's, there's a historical basis. Go look how I'm many, I think it's, it's something like 15 power conference teams claim titles from years in which they lost bowl games. Why can't Coastal also, do that? I'm also reminded that I, I seem to recall in previous years when, when we always have extended discussions about how how we would revamp the bowl system if we ran the zoo, I seem to remember a strong consensus, even before, uh, this weird ass backward upended year, for returning to the system of the '60s and '70s where everyone where they're all just invitationals. It's what they sure. are now. Like this is we were. I I feel. I have a very strong memory that I can't pull from directly. God, did one of y'all write this? I can't remember, but I seem to remember a discussion that we've all had previously in which we were like, yeah, returning to this system would be fine and save everyone a lot of yelling. I, the two, I think the two ideas I always come back to is one I blogged with Godfrey, which was if we want to do playoff, then save the balls by moving them all to week one, mm-hmm. which that would rule for a lot of reasons. That'd the other great, is, yeah, yeah. I mean, that would, then, then you get both best of both worlds. Week one's and also awesome. And then you get to play all the playoff. bowls in warm weather, which means, yeah. you know, more places can have bowls that people actually want to go to. There's that. And then the if I was in charge, we'd do a big old bullshit bowl season. 80 bowls, fine. 800 bowls, keep them coming. But then there would be one extra bowl at the very end after all the bowls. That's the title game. And if, like, for some reason, number two team doesn't want to play in it or whatever, great. 
Number one, we don't even have to have it. Number one team is the national champ. <laughs> I encourage Coastal to play another bowl game. Mm-hmm. If they want to. There's, There's time. Early. Yeah, just call San Jose State. There's certainly call, space. Uh, Music call City Missouri. Bowl just had a just had yeah. an opening today. Oh shit! What happened? Missouri uh, has twenty some COVID cases and will not be attending. Don't call Missouri. Yeah. Call Iowa. That's right. Call Army. Yeah, I was sure. gonna say Army keeps getting knocked out. We gotta get Army back in there. Let Army play. Let San Jose State. You know, and then call yourselves national champs. Be like, hey, listen, we had a tough we had a tough loss versus Liberty. A couple things didn't go our way. It's a good team, but um, I don't think we're out of contention yet. I I will say, if you play Army, the TL Team Six thing will be a little bit <laughs> awkward. Uh-uh. Yeah, uh-uh. yeah, you might want to dial. Sorry, that you down. call yourself what? So, I would like to know when well, technically Ryan, the before uh, you get some emails. That's Navy. I yeah. know, and, but and Coastal Carolina, okay. Coastal Carolina, by name and by definition, does lay claim. To the sea, to the as sea. Yeah, like, that's now that's, <laughs> that's more Coast of a privateer. These are these are merchant marines, right? Sure. Wait, yeah. no, merchant marines are something different. Pirates? Are we talking about pirates? Privateers, sir. Please, this is Charleston. So if FCS is playing in the spring, which I haven't even is that still happening? I don't even know. It is, I believe. I, yeah. Okay, I'm literally wearing an FCS team shirt right now. Like, even, like the playoffs like, are scheduled for April, I think. I that's fucking say. stupid. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> they should get it done well before the draft. That's like I just want FCS players drafted. But why can't Coastal just roll into that? Just show up. Just keep going. Just try and go like, what can they go? Twenty something in one. That's a yeah. national champ record. That's fair. I'm looking forward to some Montana team playing in a foot and a half of snow on the field. And loving it again. Again, yeah. Like even like even worse. Like where you're. <laughs> like what is it? August. <laughs> That's. I'm just wondering what effective plays you have there, right? Could you actually scoot someone along? Like, hey, listen, we're just going to use you as a toboggan. We'll get we'll get there. This field's got a crown on it. It's downhill from the forty to fifty. Sled of God. Yeah. That's... Listen, the, the Thermopylium's open. You guys are playing, all right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that man, Tertius Maximus, has been making chicken for the whole team for two thousand years. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of Roman food, uh, I looked up a found a fact from uh, our our boys, the Plinies. Pliny the Elder <laughs> describes. The manufacture of cheese and its quality and culinary uses, uh, it has, uh, according to Pliny, dietary and medicinal uses in oh, the Roman Empire. Yeah. Pliny, you are so sage. <laughs> these, these these folks were rubbing cheese on it. Give me some of that Bactine cheese. <laughs> I'd be dead. I'd now be hold dead. on, hold on. This is a prescription You'd strength be dead for cheese so many now. Other reasons. <laughs> Just shoot it Did in you? my neck, doc. <laughs> Shoot it right in my heart. <laughs> well, you can eat it, or it can be taken as a suppository. Not to be like suppository. <laughs> That's so redundant. It. Cheese going up your butt. <laughs> Just straight. It confuses the body. <laughs> Muscle confusion, but with cheese. We got our. Well, we got you on a queso IV. <laughs> Just I, kill I, me. I, I like that for so long in human history, medicine was basically like the six-year-old's approach to things, which is, <laughs> yeah. what did what did I just do that made me feel better or got me sick? Whatever the thing that just happened was, oh, I feel a little bit better today. You know what it was? The cheese I had for breakfast. 
Therefore, Jesus you should medicine. do that too. That's right. Put it <laughs> in now, the book. Jesus yeah, medicine. Yeah, there was, I forget the name of the uh, Roman physician, big quote fingers physician, but for literally like a thousand years, um, a, a scientist or a doctor or whatever would say like, hey, this this worked pretty well. And they're like, nope, nice try. That's not what the book says. <laughs> <laughs> like it was, it was borderline illegal to come up with good medical ideas because they'd be like, you idiot, read the book. The, nope, sorry. <laughs> We treat that with Toblerone, a thing we just invented. <laughs> That's what yeah, it was the for. Guy, yeah. Like the guy who came up with hand washing as being an essential like thing to do to prevent people from dying in hospitals because doctors would just put their hands like up from one sick person to another or they would do an autopsy and just roll out and be like, yeah, give me a sandwich. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, I had like, cheese. Oh. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I interviewed a woman last week for uh, this other podcast that I'm working on. And this woman's mother is a VA nurse in, I forget where. Uh, anyway, this woman's mother is a VA nurse and has described, even since COVID started, having to put her body between uh, surgeons trying to come in who didn't scrub their hands during a fucking pandemic. Yeah. So what I'm saying is uncles are everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But that guy went insane because he was like, no, listen, I've done all the math and I've done the data, run the data and I've, I've done observations and I, I just, this works, y'all. And doctors responded to it by being like, wimp, <laughs> who washes listen, their hands? Listen, man, the cheese industry pays us good. All right. Don't fuck this up for me. All right. I go to three cheese conventions a year on their dime. Just rub some camembert on your hands. It'll be fine. <laughs> Why is my corrupt doctor voice the uncle voice? That'd be well, great. Uncle Doctor. Uncle Doctor. Uncle Doctor. Dr. Uncle Spencer Hall. <laughs> the secret final boss of Copperhead Road. Oh, you know, that, you know. <laughs> this man's Uncle Doc. That's the boss's oh, name. Oh, uncle shit, Doc. Uncle Doc. He's, he's a bad man. He'll beat you to death with his magical frying pan. It's cast iron. He wields it like a club. You boys running cheese? <laughs> speaking you, of cheese. Speaking of cheese. Speaking of planting the seeds of brilliant ideas. Yeah. Speaking of lucrative cross-state investment opportunities there that, uh, that you know, wink, wink, might not be apparent to prying eyes, acorns.com slash fullcast. Now, if, if the government uh, needs to know, then uh, you should you should. Tell I was going to say, are you saying it's illegal? No, it's totally legal. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the most legal thing I know of, in fact. Uh, completely above board, acorns.com slash fullcast. What is it? Why? It's the country's leading saving and investing app. It's incredibly easy. Um, listeners have been glued to their seats as my humble acorn pile has arisen from a mere $5 to $92.56. Wow outrageous We're the market is hundred dollars yeah the the market is uh it's hitting what is that uh uh almost a whole percent gain uh over this time span what have you yeah man it's 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 easy it takes nickels and dimes out of your purchases you can also set to uh to kick in an automatic amount i just do a little five dollars a week uh, and yeah, where we're, we're, the bar is going up, let's see, there's somewhere in here where you can set like what you're on pace for. And if I live to be, if I live to be, uh, if I make it to like 90 or something like that, I'm, I'm set, man. I got, I got well over six figures in, in my acorns account at that point. Uh, yeah, it's very easy. And, uh, for persons like me, easy, 
It's very important as far as uh, the financials go. Acorns.com slash fullcast. You get a $5 bonus when you sign up. It takes three minutes. And then you just look at it like once a week. The market is magic. You know who didn't have it? Roman doctors. Idiots. Roman doctors. Fucking Not a single Pliny. Morons. See, if you were Tertius Maximus, sorcerer of the Pompeii Deep Fryer, what, what he would have done <laughs> is he would have taken his chicken fortune, invested it into acorns, and he would have become, he would have become the crassest of his oh, time. This makes me sad, because then, if he had invested that money in acorns, he could have retired and got out of Pompeii before the fucking volcano blew. Or, it, all his money would have been safe in his phone which means all his money is online and his money is not on his body that is being covered by volcano and soot yeah so loose loose your money from your flammable body and get it in your phone that's what i'm saying (laughs) acorns.com hey acorns if you want to borrow that slogan that one's free (laughs) overcome overcome the weakness of the flesh (laughs) shuffle off this mortal coil the thrifty way. Loose yeah, your keep your, money keep, from keep, your flammable body. Yeah, keep keep bodies are flammable, but investments investments only catch fire when the market's hot. <laughs> yeah, that's the right kind of flammable. Yeah. Speaking of cooking, I wanted to shout out one person who yeah, they're, they're a bunch of kind of like absolute bummer uh bummer bowls that just we just couldn't really bring ourselves to watch, but there, there is one, one person who deserves all of the shouts out in the world. Cameron Peoples of App State. Cameron Peoples had a good year. He, he rushed for a thousand yards this year. How he got there, uh, kind of interesting, because he's had games uh, where you know he's steady. Had a hundred yards against Charlotte. He had 178 against Coastal in uh, the 34-23 loss to the Chants. It wasn't his fault, you know. He had 99 against a good Raging Cajuns team. He was solid. It's been solid all year. But in the bowl game against North Texas, in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Out in the Myrtle Beach Bowl in Texas. <laughs> Cameron Peoples rushed for 317 yards. Yeah, he rushed for 317 yards against North Texas. It's North Te- this is where I go, hey, isn't North Texas' defense bad? Yeah, it's real bad. But you still have to run 317 yards if they're going to give it to you. And you got to go you got to do them all. You got to take every bit of that and and get 5 TDs at the same time. So, you know what? They they gave it to you and you took it, Cameron. Shouts out to you. That's beautiful, man. Pride of Lineville, Alabama. You think they That's call a- him Peoples cuz he ran for 3 Peoples worth of yards? He did run. He ran. Listen, man. He 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 rushed for 317 yards in Myrtle Beach. I'm gonna go ahead and pause it. That's the furthest anyone has ever run in the town of Myrtle that's, Beach. Well, unless they're you know running from the the uh, the cheese industry uh, lawman, the cheese cops. Oh. <laughs> unless they've been running cheese through Myrtle Beach. It's the most exercise think, anyone's ever done at Myrtle Beach. I don't even think they way. make it that far. The cops just put their hands on their hips and they're like, we'll get to you. <laughs> the cheese we'll cops. Yeah. Because <laughs> the cheese cops are in with the cheese docks. Cheese cops eating a lot of cheese. I'm just going to say the cheese cops, yeah, they're going to be winded. <laughs> they're not going to go on. <laughs> oh, so full. <laughs> so full of all this medicine. 
Uh, we also have... Um, speaking of cheese. Speaking of cheese. <laughs> I fucking hate this. I hate oh, it. boy. Yeah, and this is... I just... It, it, I don't know if anybody who works at Twitter listens to this show, but if you I could, like... Not put a checkbox in the settings where I could just turn off all Scott Walker food photos, that would be lovely. Like, I don't want to see them anymore. They're always bad. It's misleading about a civic event. It's like, yeah, it's always bad. And I hate it. Are you, are you uh, like me in that you were triggered by the, uh, by the appearance of this of this pizza, into thinking about Scott Walker's veggie pizza. Correct. Yes. <laughs> okay. Correct. Okay. Well, it's it's to catch you up. It's not just that Scott Walker said, "Hey, who's Scott Walker?" First of all, because it's not like people know anymore. He's a former governor of Wisconsin. Absolute. And the first person to drop out of bag. the 2016 Republican primary. Yeah. Oh, so that's all his fault. Yep. Pretty much. Quitter. Yeah. Like he dropped, but yeah, he he dropped out real early uh, when people were saying things to him like, "You probably, look like a fish person." Probably because he had to eat food on the campaign trail, and he was like, "Can you make it more melty and gross?" They're like, "Sir, yeah, this is a hot dog." You know, there are people who are very gifted at taking photos of of food on Instagram to make it look absolutely sumptuous, and then there's the opposite of that, Scott Walker who could take a picture of a meal at the French Laundry and make it look like cat vomit. He's like if Vincent D'Onofrio's character from Men in Black decided to be a food Instagrammer. Yeah. Yes. Oh, delicious sugar water for a shot today. (laughs) He's wearing a people suit. That's absolutely right. Bread and cheese. Veggie pizza at the lake. This is every Republican politician, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this Scott the, Walker's y'all a see John offender. Cornyn's brisket. Yeah, John oh. Cornyn's. Yeah, the the man with the the Play-Doh firewood. God. Yeah. <laughs> but but Scott Walker's. Well, wait, we haven't gotten to the part where Scott Walker's particular pizza gram this time was special. Yeah, because in that it was a classic. Yeah, because he said, "Oh yeah, it's a good, it's a great pizza." It's a picture of a. I mean, he makes it look like shit even though he's not the one taking it, right? I just assume that the his pizza presence... pizza is at least identifiably pizza, unlike his veggie pizza. Yeah. But... Um, it's not just that. The pizza that he was like, hey, we have great pizza. Let's support local restaurants. He's tweeting this at, like, you know, like, on Christmas. Uh, and <laughs> it's not that. It's that Scott Walker used a photo of a pizza that he had eaten a year earlier and just cropped it. He's cropped everybody out of it so that his friends were right. His friends My were. My li- friends are all here laughing and having a good time just out of frame. <laughs> just out of frame. Also, the significant pieces of legislation I passed uh, are also here just out of frame laughing and having a good time. Yeah. He just, just cropped all. Like, this is, this is worse than the time he had a bunch of undercooked and uh, improperly cooked meats on shish kebab, right? bunch of kebabs on his grill say grilling out and there's like a visibly raw chicken in the middle Mm -hmm. yeah next to onion that won't cook for another you know 10 minutes but you know i like my chicken raw because i'm barely human chicken i blame his parents is it possible it is the same pizza it just had a lot of preservatives in it like a mcdonald's hamburger at a bunker yeah like a pompeii pizza yeah. He's eating Twinkie pizza. A Pom pizza. I just like the Pompe brain Pompe John's. 
Pompeii. Pompeii, Pompeii chops. Oh my God, the Pompeiia. <laughs> the original, pizza. the original Little Caesars. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Vesuvius was hot and ready, man. It's ready to go. Yeah, I just like the brain slop that goes into maybe I did eat the same pizza tonight, but I forgot to take a photo of it. Mmm. You know who's going to have a good photo of that food? Me. The archival. Like, he's just in his brain tag. He's just like, P photo of pizza. Pizza. How, how do I people? How do I people? You know, you know what's going to be really cool is when uh, Mike Pence is out of the White House. First of all, it's going to be really cool. The, uh, the, that's going to be great, yeah. The part about that's going to be really cool is when he becomes a food poster. Can you imagine? He's going to run laps around even these, these, these milk toast ass Republicans. This man's going to be taking photos of, like, unbuttered bread. Mm. I leave my Arby's out for several hours just to make it unspicy. <laughs> to just to cure it. Just to air pure it. <laughs> like the pilgrims did. Like the pilgrims did, yeah. I like Arby's jerky. I leave it on my dashboard for several hours. <laughs> Corded style. God, that, that shit, that shit looked like shoelaces covered in molten crayon. Like, it wasn't even ketchup. That wasn't quite the color for it. It was neon. <laughs> in case you don't know about Texas. I love that. He's like, you know, Texas, in case you didn't know, a lot of you don't know. This is a tradition in Texas. His mentions are all people from Texas being like, I hate you. <laughs> this is garbage. I hate you, Daddy. <laughs> you can't put, cook. He's got silly putty on beef jerky. <laughs> it's like congealed. It looked like one of those cooking I left these Twizzlers in a tub for seven hours. <laughs> it looked like, I would say, it looked like one of those Top Chef challenges where they're like, <laughs> with a child as your partner, go to a convenience store and make this. <laughs> Using only the ingredients in that convenience store. Your ingredients are crayons and bark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this is brisket. Is it? I just, I don't well, want to see anything else. So this is brisket. <laughs> what have you done? What have you done? <laughs> I just don't want to see Scott Walker's food anymore. It's terrible. I, like, I, I, I already know if Scott Walker were to ever invite me over for a meal, I would just say no. That's not like I get it. Listen, just be glad he didn't turn to erotic photography because you'd never have sex what? again. <sighs> After looking like, at what he photographed. Why would your brain go there? Why Scott wouldn't Walk it? Scott Walker's food photos are so bad that I imagine at Lunchables HQ, they pass him around being like, see, we're fucking killing it. Look at this guy. We're crushing him. He was the governor. Yeah, whatever the Mendoza line is for processed food, they just have a picture of his face up on the wall at like Nabisco. I'm just gonna say this, man. Excellent work, Governor was... Governor Lunchable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is so bad that even people from the Midwest have to be like, dude, dude. I just I want him to go on Bake Off for one episode, just oh, no. one episode. <laughs> And then we will bake him off. <laughs> so I'm adding the pencil shavings in this emulsion. <laughs> they fit well when I am going to make this trifle. You mean trifle? Yeah, no, no, trifle. It's full of trees. It's trifle. It's full of trees. Full of trees. <laughs> Fill it with trees. Eat it. It is of nature. I am a man of the woods. 
God, I'm glad he sucks and has no job. <sighs> yeah. Speaking again of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> focus. Let's, let's, let's focus. Let's focus. Turns. Segways on point. Uh, cheese it bowl. That was a fucking triple axle, Ryan. Way to go. Yeah. Hey, cheese it bowl back. We got our first power five versus power five matchup uh, of the year. Now, how uh, canon is this cheese it bowl? Because this is the Russell Athletic Champ Sports Camping World Mazda Blockbuster lineage. I don't love it. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't feel totally comfortable with it. What do y'all think? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I guess. I, I, how about this? We did not love the Cheez-It Bowl until it became the Cheez-It Bowl. On this very program, we were skeptical of Cheez-It wading into college football. And then we saw it, what it delivered in Cal TCU, its first edition, at which point we loved the Cheez-It Bowl. So perhaps true, true. we could give it a chance. I will like Fair. it as long as it is sloppy and bad. Right, it is, a bowl, it is a bowl game. Miami game, back. Mike Gundy, an unprepared team. Because <laughs> you know, like right before the game, something like, going I'm, wrong in Orlando. I, I, I will a, say the only the only pause I have with it is that I think the teams in the Alamo Bowl have b more cheese at potential. If this was Texas versus Colorado in the cheese at mm, bowl, like fuck, yeah. That's like the moon. And the kind of it, It's yeah. like the moon in that we're not too sure about it. Yes. Um, in, the is, shady, in the shady confines of the Alamo Dome. Yeah. Indiana Ole Miss is definitely the most cheese at bowl of the year, though. You think so? I mean, both those teams, all they do is like 70 yard play. Oh, cool. For who? It's no time. Here comes Shut another up. one. Shut up. <laughs> Eat your food. It's fine. How's the game going to end? Is it going to be normal? <laughs> Indiana Ole Miss. <laughs> I, Lake, I think that's... Lake Kiffin's think, coaching without underwear on. How do you know? He just told me. <laughs> I think that's going to be another one that's like, how do we tell people what they're watching? You don't. <laughs> like, when they walk in and they go, oh, God. What well, is there's, this? What do we uh, tell them? At the same time, there's Kentucky NC State for normies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? Fuck. Remember, the gag is that, you know, NC State has to finish 8-4. and four. Their record going into this game against a 4-6 and six Kentucky team is 8-3. and three. Put the mortgage on Kentucky. Put the Here's... whole tank. Put the college fund on Kentucky. Here's how you know the Outback Bowl is unholy this year. Ole Miss and Indiana have never played each other in a football game. Not once. <laughs> There's probably a good reason for that. Through... Mm. through Millennia of human history, we have avoided Ole Miss Indiana as a football matchup, but not that we this know year. Of. What we that heard. we know of. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Once That'll again, be the next thing they unearth in Pompeii. Records so it were is very Christmas, shaky. And what have we done? Holy shit! We found <laughs> we found a mummified Kaylee. They had a grove at Pompeii. Look at this. This is the, no She's one has got a little jewel still clenched between her lips. <laughs> Her whole left leg is a flask. <laughs> These were obviously advanced, intelligent people <laughs> from a powerful culture. Flask is full of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor's orders. <laughs> she could deadlift 900 pounds. What's become of us as a species? Once we were great. When we were Kaylee. <laughs> 